Does the idea of self-promotion make you cringe? Yeah, a little bit. We totally get it. Yeah. One of the most intimidating things as a massage therapist is trying to sell ourselves. To convince potential clients that we are worthy of their hard-earned dollars. And we get it. If you look at it as if you're making a sleazy sales pitch, it's not going to feel very good. You're going to feel kind of like a used car salesman. It can feel really forced. Yeah, you're like pushing not natural. pushing for that sale. And desperate, maybe. A little bit desperate. Yeah. feel desperate. Yeah. But it really doesn't have to be that hard. No. The thing is that we're passionate about the work that we do and the people that we help along the way. I think that it's pretty safe to say that we all got into massage because we care about people and we want to, them to live a more pain-free life. So, we love what we do. We love helping people. So why not look at it as attracting instead of selling? I like this. And instead of lassoing people in, let's envision being giant magnets that are just like sucking people towards us. <laughs> Be the light, right? There's there's some phrase that something goes like along that. Those yeah. lines. Yeah. <laughs> hey Becca, you want to start a podcast? Align with the Massage Business Mama is the product of two massage school besties deciding to take a leap and try something new. It's morphed, it's shifted, it's grown. But at the core, it's Allie, a massage business coach, and her occasional sidekick, Becca, two therapists committed to elevating the field. I recently saw a really good example of this, and it kind of gave me the idea for this podcast. There's a community in my town. It's called Sobo. It's a community for sober and sober curious. And there's this guy who runs the group and he just has this magnetic energy about himself. And so something that could be like a huge kind of downer. Um, like sobriety? I mean, you know, I think it could be looked at like, oh, I have to I have to go to meetings to, to maintain my sobriety. I have to It can feel abstain. a little bit more heavy abstain. and not, not so fun and jovial. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and this group is it's just, it's blossomed and grown into this really amazing entity where, you know, you want to be a part of it regardless of whether or not you're sober or not because they're just having such a good time. Yeah. And so I kind of, I see that as, I see that as a good visual for what I think we can do as business owners. Right. He created so much energy around his community and so much enthusiasm that regardless of whether you're sober or sober curious, you want to be part of his group. Totally. I love it. Yeah. Um, so how do we do this? I think one great way to do this is by sharing what makes us passionate about our field and the work that we do. Yeah. Earlier this week, we were talking a little bit about um, ways that you penetrated into your community. Um, as I start my own business in Breckenridge, I've been asking Allie a lot of questions about marketing. And one of the things that you shared with me was just doing presenting in different areas in your community that you were really passionate about. And one of them was mental health. And I think this kind of feeds right into it. You're not doing it to promote and be sleazy and sell people on massage. You're doing it because you believe in how much massage benefits those that are have mental health well and it's I mean it's interesting Becca because you bring up this mental health I talked about doing mental health presentations and I actually I didn't even tie 
my mental health presentations to massage when I was giving these presentations. I was just giving presentations about mental health because it was something that I was passionate about. And in doing that, I became more visible in my community Mm -hmm. and people sought me out because they had met me at these different events and they thought whatever, something that I had to say was really interesting or cool. And that's a beautiful example of attracting, not promoting. Like Like I I didn't bring up massage once in those presentations. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not sleazy, but it is selling you, who you are. People come to you because they, they trust you. So, yeah, that's a beautiful example of that, I think. Yeah. Um, speaking of mental health, <laughs> <laughs> um, another way that you attract is you make sure that you're taking care of your own mental health. So important. So important. Um, you can get active on social media. So I think sometimes, you know, we hide and we don't put ourselves out there on social media, but I'm social media, it's terrible. It's a really wonderful tool. Yeah. And again, you know, maybe you're not promoting massage all the time, but you're promoting what you stand for, what you're passionate about, um, who you are as a person. And so much of massage is connecting to the person that you're going to be working with. So it's about you know, have you attracted, have you attracted people into your orb that are like, I want to experience what kind of magic she does on the table because she has just such a positive energy. Absolutely. There's a lot of uplifting, you know, just people and inspirational, um, you know, content creators that I, I like to follow. I will admit I'm terrible on social media, but I am getting ready to put myself through like a 30 day challenge of, putting out content on my social media, seeing if I can make it comfortable for myself. And I mean, I think that, you know, if you struggle with social media, any of our listeners, maybe find yourself account an accountability buddy or create a personal challenge where just where you can kind of explore it, give yourself a time limit and a daily like assignment, and then see if you can make it more comfortable. Because sometimes just exposing yourself to doing it more can create more comfort with it. I'm curious about this 30 day challenge that you're going to do yourself. Is that just 30 days where you're going to try to post every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did it for my yoga um, page and it did make it more comfortable. Um, but then there's also a time blocking piece. So, you know, I mean, if you're going to be using social media for your business, you have to get pretty organized with your time blocking. So I think because it's important. a rabbit hole. If you don't, if yeah. if you get on social media and you're not purpose driven, you can get sucked in the rabbit yeah, hole. Or even not. with editing and like yeah. creating content, curating content, it can, it can really suck up a lot of your time if you aren't maybe a little bit disciplined with, yeah. <laughs> with that piece. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But, and then the last point that we have regarding attracting how how to attract people is by making sure that you've gained a lot of confidence in your hands-on skills and your skills as a business owner and your interpersonal um, time before the massage you know all of all of that that goes into the work that we do making sure that you're super confident um, you're rock solid you know and maybe that means that you're doing trades with practitioners who've been around for a lot longer than you have. I think that's a really great way to get feedback. I like to go to practitioners who've been around and say, give me some honest critique. And and sometimes it's hard to hear that critique of your work, but it is going to make you a stronger therapist and therefore more confident. And it'll be a lot easier to draw people in when you've gained that type of confidence. Yeah. I like to kind of 
do the opposite too. I don't have a lot of opportunity to give others massage and ask just for feedback, but I like to receive a lot of massage. Mm -hmm. And while I'm getting my massage from as many different people as really I can have lay hands on me, I'm like, Ooh, I love that technique. And I'm kind of putting it in my toolbox or, Oh, that didn't really feel like that was right for me. And that's something that I know I do. Huh? That's interesting. So it's just all information that you can Put into your toolbox to gain confidence with your hands-on skills. Um, and also, like, if you're like me, I didn't come into the world with a lot of confidence. And in my, in, especially in the first probably, like, almost 10 years of my practice, you know, it was maybe a big fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like, you just really want to show up and learn as much as possible and know that there is a voice in everyone's head who's trying to tell you that you can't do it. And you have to come up with a strategy to bypass that voice and fake it till you make it. Yeah. And, you know, something interesting, too, that we learned in school that somehow, for me, really gave me confidence in my own hands-on work, too, was knowing this idea that not everyone is going to love your work. So if you do have one person who doesn't seem to resonate, but everyone else does, like not dwelling on that one person, you know, I mean, if you, if you need to increase your hands-on skills because you're clearly have a deficit, that's one thing. But if it's one person who's kind of giving you some criticism or doesn't seem to appreciate your work, not letting that really. Yeah. And the negative feedback always stands out way louder than all the positive feedback we're getting, right? Like, we don't remember all the thank yous and all the, you're amazing and you really helped me with my pain. The one that sticks out is that person who's like, that was the worst massage ever. And it gets really loud in our heads. But, you know, learning to come up with tools and and coping mechanisms, de-escalating that voice and knowing that that's just one out of the many people that you have provided service to and you're not going to make everyone happy and that's okay. Yeah. And you know, I think also continuing education is a great spot to gain confidence as well. Absolutely. You know, you have a certain part of the body that you you aren't you don't feel confident with, you know, maybe like you don't feel confident with your psoas work and so you do a psoas workshop and and then you're able to just feel that much more confident. So I think what we're really getting at is the difference between uh, attracting versus promoting, it might feel really subtle, but that energy shift can be the defining factor in how you are able to step into your community and attract that community that you can serve best. For me, I do like to take the idea of needing to make a profit out of the equation, and I like to come from a place of being of service. And really, it's all about that perspective shift. We're not sleazy salesmen, but we are business owners. And we do need clients to keep our business running and to keep our independence. But that money aspect, I mean, we need our clients also because we love what we do. So if we can have that perspective shift, be a part of our community by being our authentic selves and attracting that community to our business and being of service and really share our passion, we can let go of that idea of promoting and really step into the energy of attracting. We challenge you to adopt this mentality for a period and see what happens in your business. Thank you so much for listening. 
And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.